What's good? What's good, my peoples? I'm your host, Mr. Robinson, and welcome to my podcast show, The Slot, which is an acronym for shining light on things. Tap in and join me Sundays, 7.30 p.m. Mountain Time, where I'll be shining light on topics and issues of a new session every Sunday. So don't forget to tap in and support the cause. Every donation is appreciated. This is The Slot. Welcome to the slot. This is Shining Light on Things with Mr. Robinson. Hang on for this ride and enjoy the show. Now let's go. Me personally, I don't get into trendy shit. This trendy shit has a time lapse on it. Real talk. And I see a lot of people get into trendy shit real quick. I expect that shit out the younger younger generation. When I say younger generation, I mean 30 and under. You know what be sad as fuck when I see a bunch of older motherfuckers. I mean 30 up, 35, 40, 45. You know, following all the latest trends. And another really sad thing is to watch how older people let uh, younger folks guide them as far as on their behavior and shit. Or then the group of people that follow up behind trends per se as to what celebrity cosigns, you know what I mean it's a sad sight I just, I don't know I hate to each his own I guess but whoa man when it get that, when you get really down to it a lot of this shit is some C like B like shit, it goes to let you know we're in a C like B like society and it's always been like that you know, just these epiphanies upon myself that just make me look around and be like damn man it's really Ooh, this shit is weird as fuck. Everybody got to do the same fucking shit just to feel involved or, you know, accepted. I say that because I watch the challenges and, the, you know, the TikTok shit. The dance craze, the, the, the chick TikTok challenges. And I get it, it's all in fun and games, but, you know, I look at the... Uh, the mental fuckery, per se. As to say how it's leading society as to, oh, you gotta do this because everybody else is doing it. You know, oh, I gotta do the TikTok challenge. Oh, you, what's the new TikTok challenge? <laughs> and what it takes to become uh, honorable out here, especially if you're any kind of artist that does music and things of that nature. Your shit ain't on TikTok. You know, and everybody ain't trending it out with a challenge, then it's 
really hard for you to become somebody of a of a of a worthy per se, let's say somebody of a worthy uh audience or your talent is being you know really cherished or or, you know people really digging you i don't want to use too many big ass words but you know (laughs) if you ain't on tiktok or you know you ain't of the latest challenge craze and your shit ain't really of you know you're not all involved with that then you're really not in with what's going on today (laughs) that's what i see gotta be in what's going on today I guess that's what it's all about being trendy Trendy shit. It's scary to a point, you know, because, man, what people won't do to be trendy or when they go all out to be trendy. You got people making it, waking up every day, making it their business to try to go viral with some kind of nonsense as, you know, video or some shit they putting together for social media and shit, TikTok, Instagram, whatever, you know, YouTube. And what killed me about the YouTube, man, the reactors and shit, you know, I didn't know there was such a big community of this shit going on. People sitting up reacting to other people's lives and what's going on in it. And they making it their business to get on a page and speak their piece on what they see another person doing and how they live in their life and the things that they go to. I'm like, you mean to tell me this shit is really a monetization craze? People are really getting paid to do this shit? And you got fuckers that'll sit up here and watch another fucker judge somebody on some fucking reaction shit. I didn't even know that... YouTube had took this fucking lane or this turn. So I noticed back when a lot of things had changed with YouTube when they was like, you know, you can't go live on your phones and all that type of shit. You don't have so many, you know, hundreds or thousands of followers and all that type of shit or subscribers, so to speak. I'm like, well, damn, this what y'all made the craze all about? This what y'all, you know, switched this shit up? to give it a lane like this for people to sit up and judge other motherfuckers on reactions to what they're doing and that goes to let you know man what we're addicted to as society and that's the fucking drama we as society man we're addicted to the drama and the Let's say the judging of the shit. I mean, people love to be fucking judgmental. And the opinions. Being opinionated is the, the fucking thing. Because if not, they wouldn't put those comment boxes and shit right up under everybody's fucking post. And they, they, they done twerked it and tweaked it now to, you 
know you can go into your settings and set your shit where people can't comment on your on your posts unless they follow you and your type of shit. But you know, and that's a good thing. That cuts down on the trolling and the, and the, the bullying and the cyberbullying and shit like that. But it goes to show you where we are in society, man, as far as what we are addicted to and what we crave out this motherfucker as a society. And that's that drama and, and the being able to be judgmental all the fucking time and opinionated on every fucking thing, you know? People like to stir these pots and shit. Understand what I'm saying? And it's a market for this shit. To stir up pots. That's what on this on this this podcasting thing, man. You know, I watch a lot of men nowadays. You know, get off into this podcasting thing. Oh, you know, ex entertainers and people that you know had little somewhat you know little careers in the music, rap industry, or whatever. So now everybody's into the podcasting thing. You know, I'm not going to knock what they're doing, but what I see is a lot of this stirring of the pots and, you know, everybody tapping in on the drama and the beef and shit and want to keep this shit going as if that's what's up, you know. And if that's your thing, you know, just stir the pots and keep the drama going, then that really says a lot about your characteristics and what you're willing to do behind this shit to get a bag or to get popular. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That says a lot about a person's characteristics. When they sit there and use their platforms to stir up pots and keep up beasts and all that little petty type shit. And we, the people, at where we at. As far as how we get down and tune into this shit, the age groups. And I'll be looking at, you know, like, wow, you, motherfucker? <laughs> you like sitting up listening to that type of shit? Okay, cool. That's your thing, that's your thing. But you know, that, that puts me in the mode to be judgmental. See, right there, because I'm looking at folks like, but damn, I thought you was a little bit, but well, who am I? To say you shouldn't listen to that or that, you know, damn. Hey, teach your song. But that damn show gives me a, a, a different outlook on people when I see them doing that type of shit. I can't help it because me, myself, I don't consider my, my, my morale that fucking petty to entertain myself with people stirring up pots and people sitting up judging people and with reactions and all that fucking type of shit, you know. People got a lot to say about another person's lifestyle or what they doing. And, you know, it's all to put down a person to make yourself feel up. And I, you know, and I, and I noticed that a lot about society that we in. People love to put people down to make themselves feel up. You know, people feel like they on their shit when they get to point at a person like, look what this motherfucker doing wrong. Look what he or she doing wrong. Look at their lifestyle. He or she stupid as fuck. Look at this shit. I guess that makes you feel better about yourself that you're not, you know, that you're just not. People love to stir these pots, man. 
with these podcast platforms and shit. Grown ass men, you know. Maybe up here like I got the tea, the day's tea on some Wendy Williams shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, willing to just dog a motherfucker's lifestyle out of whatever they see somebody out here going through. They want to be the first motherfucker to jump up on their platform and report it before the day even gets started. A motherfucker ain't got no job sitting around on his computer and his Wi-Fi shit always on go. Like, yeah, I, mean, I got to report this shit. I got to talk about this shit. That's some sucker shit. I mean, when you think about it, especially on a man, as far as for a man, like, man, y'all bugging. I get it. Women do that type of shit, man. You know what I mean? They build platforms off gossip. We let the women gossip. The women, the women is supposed to gossip, okay? But not the guys. Not the fellas. Not the supposed to be G's. Not the quote unquote real ones. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck y'all doing, man? You know what I mean? Like I said, I'm the podcast about podcasts. I see a lot of this bullshit and I'm like, wow. Y'all really got a lane for this hoe shit. And I call it hoe shit because it's hoe moves. You know what I mean? Hoes do that shit. Sit around gossiping and, and with the tea and dropping the scoop about everything that's going on on the streets and the hip-hop industry. Beef amongst niggas and women and, you know, niggas out here. I'm like, ugh, y'all corny, dog. What the fuck is y'all doing? You know what I mean? There's so many niggas with their little platforms doing this shit. These old academic ass niggas. And, and I say academic niggas because I don't, you know, hey. Like I said, I don't make my show talking about people. But I'm going to talk about the shit at hand. And the niggas that's doing it so happen to fall under that nigga name and that banner. And that type of, you know, forte. <laughs> that type of imaging. So, yeah, him. I don't fuck with him like that, but him, yeah. But anywho, I just look at that type of shit and hell yeah, that makes me be judgmental to an extent. I'm like, well, what the fuck is y'all doing? And then people are like, well, somebody gotta do it. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you really wanna be the motherfucker sitting up here wanting to hear the drama and the bullshit and niggas stirring the pots, then yeah, I guess you need somebody to be the person that bring you that type of entertainment, man. You know what I mean? People like that shit. If they didn't, it wouldn't be a platform for it. Motherfuckers wouldn't have millions of, thousands and millions of followers and views and shit behind the shit they post up. So, yeah. If I sound like a hater or not, I'm sorry. (laughs) But I'm going to talk my shit on it. So there it is. I don't really get down with the with the stirring the pots and the way people run their podcasts and the reactors and all this motherfucking shit. I don't really get down with that shit, man, because, you know, it's just pettiness and adding to the drama of things out here. And people love to stir the drama and people love to spread the word and people love to have their opinion and people love to be judgmental as fuck. So... I'm a Hirsch, my mouth, like my grandmama used to say. Hirsch. You Hirsch. Because I don't want to sound like a hater that's being judgmental 
with my reactions about it. <laughs> Can you dig it? So that's the slot, man. This is Mr. Robinson, and I had to shine some light on the thing. Whether you can dug it or not, or, you know, we can agree to disagree. You can drop me a comment sometime, you know what I mean? Or put your thoughts on what I had to think or to say about it. And we'll be, you know, I might play your voice back on the show and let the world hear what you feel about how I feel about things. Can you dug it? say it's shaking off toxic people and ridding them out of your life necessary me personally I say hell yeah for the, for the betterness of your health your mental health hell yeah get rid of every toxic person you know that's sucking you drive your morale and changing your characteristics I don't give a damn if it's your mama brother sister cousin, relative, you know, whoever, that toxic shit they bring into your life is, 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 is draining you, man, rid yourself of that shit with the quickness, I don't give a damn who it is, act like just because you know people are the way they are you're just supposed to deal with it you know and I've always had a pet peeve against that type of shit where people say oh well you know that's just how they are you know how he or she is uh-uh that don't that don't fly with me fuck how they are what about how everybody else is you know I've watched that type of shit in families you know in friendships whatever you know what I'm saying People cater to certain folks' attitude and egos because, oh, that's just the way they are. My thing with that is, man, fuck how you are. What about how everybody else is? You know? See, that's that's a part of that toxic shit right there. You know what I mean? That acceptance of bullshit. feel like, you know, if you're accepting their bullshit, then you, oh, you're a good friend, you know, you understand me, or you're one of the family members that never speak up for yourself and just let people play your ass and do all kinds of little hateful ass, one-sided shit, then, oh, you're a good person, but the moment you stand up for yourself is, oh, you acting funny, really? Find out you acting funny when you defend yourself. Stand up for yourself once too many times. Especially when you get fed up with the toxic shit. And the self-centered motherfuckers. And the people that, you know, get away with shit because people feel like, oh, that's just how they are. <laughs> shit, man. Real talk. I don't get too many passes for that type of shit. You know what I mean? You know, when I'm amongst it, I just, you know, I kind of humble myself and be standoffish against it. You know, I'm over here. I don't even bring that shit around me. 
because if I feel somebody trying to force that type of attitude on me, oh yeah, I'm a motherfucker to deal with. I, I, I speak up for myself, and then I'm the black sheep. Then don't nobody want to fuck with me because I'm not gonna sit there and accept what everybody else has been, you know, accepting and been okay with. You know, all these enablers and shit. You want to want to be a part of the enabling team, then you're the outcast. It's something wrong with you because you don't you don't want to be the enabler. You don't want to be the part of the enabling party. <clears throat> be the one that stand up for yourself and you quick to be the outcast. The black sheep, so to speak. Been there. Done that. Played that role. Probably still. I, I man, I am that role. Shit. Real talk. You know. That role is me all day. Yeah. Rid yourself of that toxic shit. That shit is changing you as a person. Or, you know, got your morale stuck in some kind of limbo. You can't figure out whether you coming and going with a person or, you know, where you sit with these folks and all that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? And if it's obvious how they feel about you, shit, don't play yourself. Remove yourself from situations. Fuck that toxic shit. You know what I mean? You'll soon see. <laughs> the real ones will stand up for you and the real ones will still fuck with you. The ones that want you to cater to their shit and take their shit. Oh, they'll be the shit talkers and the one that really just fall back off because they see you're not going to stand for that shit no more. Or you're not the one that's going to stand for it in the jump, from jump. So... Personally, <laughs> I don't play that shit, man. You know what I mean? Because I don't bring that type of shit to the table. That type of energy right there, if I feel some type of way about a person, man, I remove myself from them. I don't make it my business to be around somebody that I truly don't too much care for or we don't get along. But you got people that play these fucking games and they like that shit. You know what I mean? That gets them off for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> shit. But a lot of people like to keep themselves in, in places where they know it's toxic, it's not a good environment for them, and it's going to end up being bad one day. So with that being said, hey, Mr. Robinson, got plans for different things, man. You know, I'm not going to be toxic with people. I'm not going to play these games with folks because I don't bring that type of shit to the table. And I advise everybody else that, that deals with that type of shit, you know, check where you at with folks. That's real. Because you might be the toxic. 
know what I mean? There ain't nothing wrong, wrong with moving yourself, giving people their space. That's Mr. Robinson, man. Unfortunately, a lot of people in this world do not know how to humble themselves. Especially, you know, good things start happening to them. I don't know. That's a trait of a lot of people, man. They quick to pop their collar and gloat. You know, and get this, I don't know, get this attitude of trying to just stun on people because some good things are happening to them or... accomplishments and things is is paying off. I get that. But you know, the the real the real flex is when all things is coming together for you and you just humble as fuck. You know, you're not so quick to throw that shit up in people's face or gloat about it. Or every chance you get, you, you know, bragging on yourself and all that type of shit you know what I mean that's a turn off for a lot of people you know people can fuck with you hard but once they they see that 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 gloatness and the fact that you can't humble yourself good things are happening for you you know what I'm saying that's more so of a of a turn off you know in my eyes sometimes you know I look at people different when they do that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, wow, you really can't humble yourself, huh? So, forbid the fact that if some some major shit start happening, man, you're going to step on people. You're going to shit on people for real, huh? <laughs> so, yeah, that, that humbling yourself is, is necessary, especially when blessings are happening. My advice to anybody that's that's abundantly blessed, man, humble yourself, man. Humble yourself with the quickness. Because what goes up, you know, you know the rest. You know what I'm saying? People know the rest. What goes up can come down so quick. You can be riding high. I mean, woo, cloud nine. Next thing you know. Just because you couldn't humble yourself, man, the universe turned the tables on you. <laughs> then you stuck looking like, what the fuck just happened? You know? Humble yourself, man. You know? Humble yourself. your whole life just humbling yourself yeah things would be a lot different if one could just humble themselves that's Mr. Robinson man just tapping in
shine the light on a, a topic that's, you know, obviously just, just spoke of so much. I'm out. This uh, this podcast series, I'll be on to putting together my book. Be published. And, uh, that'll be the part where I go into a different phase in my life, I guess. Honestly, out here. Better yet, the book is basically more my therapy for myself, you know, because I don't know. I want to go, I ain't gonna say talk to a shrink, but you know, what they say, a therapist. Talk to a therapist once or twice, and uh, it kind of helped to get some things out that was bottled up kind of hurt to let them out because some shit you know you would let went dormant with inside yourself and a lot of shit you just force yourself to forget about then you know when it comes upon that point of uh mending it and getting it out clearing yourself of it that's the part where it hurts the most just a pure, you know, reminiscing on it, you know, but for the most part, there'd be a lot more things I'm going in depth about as far as my, my upbringing and, you know, my past and the, the people that I looked up to the most that hurt me the most. I mean, so, like I said, it's mostly being honest with myself and, and cleansing myself of it to begin my healing process, and that's the, that's the hard part, getting towards the healing, and a lot of people feel like getting through the healing is the hard part, nah, it's getting towards it, you know, you gotta fight with yourself to just get set up in order to want to heal. I guess, you know, you become immune to being hurt to the shit so long and so much. You know, it's hard to even get to the healing. That's what people don't understand. You know, that's, that's the hard part sometimes. Letting yourself be able to go towards the healing. You know, begin the whole process. Guess what, what 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 the book does for me is, is is help me let it all go. 
which helps me let it all go. And that's what I use it as. And I hope a person or the, or whoever gets the book and uh go inside the chapters or you know. I hope it helps them heal a little bit and let them know that hey, you ain't by yourself because you know it happens to the best of us or, or to the strongest people. I guess that's one part of the book that I really emphasize on is the part where, you know, when people feel like just because you're strong, you're going to automatically be all right. You don't need checking on. You know what I mean? I've, wa- I've watched that, you know, with their families, you know, as my own and other people's families. I've watched it to where, you know, certain folks get the love and the support because, you know, I guess, oh, they're known as the weak ones or the ones that's, you know, prone to fall down or, or be, you know, need help all the time. So it's like a pattern with them, so it's acceptable. But the ones that, you know, usually genuinely on their feet and, and headstrong, so to say, those are the ones I left uncared for, don't even get checked on. You know, people always say, oh, well, they gonna be all right. Or he got such and such, or she got such and such. That don't mean that them, those people don't need being checked on or they don't deserve the, the, the same love and support that you give the weak ones. But you know, take the bitter with the sweet I guess especially when it comes to family and friends for for, the, for that part you know what I mean but yeah hopefully by the time you know the series end with the real talk 101 this is the slot I'll be on to that that process of getting to the healing. And I guess once the book get out here and get published, you know. Let me rephrase that, books <laughs> with an S, because there will be books to come, okay? So, like I said, this is where I get off into a different phase of life. And let go a lot of things that put too much time and energy into you know what I mean so that's one that's mainly that hip-hop shit my music you know I adore my music you know I you know but real talk sometimes I feel like I've let this music thing and and the route the things that I put into time and energy I put into it and to get such less feedback and support on it, I kind of let that shit take control of my emotions, to so to say. So, to begin my little healing process, for real, I gotta let that shit go for a minute. I'm finna fall back on that rap shit. I'ma still always be active and have love for music and hip hop. 
but as far as <laughs> putting too much energy and, and emotions into this shit, you know, I'm almost 50, man. You know, I get it. People people look at me like, oh, yeah, why this nigga still rapping? And then I got, I got other people like, well, don't let nobody tell you to stop doing what you love and all that type of shit, but it shows that people don't really support a motherfucker my age really doing no motherfucking hip-hop, man. You know what I mean? Only way I get that type of audience and that type of support or feedback is I w- I'm already been blown up for years. I'm on the Snoop and Dr. Dre level. And ain't no nigga coming in the game at my age, you know, breaking ground, gaining new fans without already having fans. So I got to be honest with myself and people around me, I get it. The ones that try to feed my ego a little bit on, on the low low. You know what I mean? I get that part, and I appreciate it. Don't get me wrong. I appreciate it, but shit, me being honest with myself, saying, man, I got L.I.G. this shit. You know? And that ain't saying I'm giving up because nobody else don't believe in me. Because trust me, I believe in my fucking self. It's just the fact that I don't want to keep beating a dead horse. Real shit. You know? Hip-hop ain't gonna get up and run for me. I'm not gonna make a million dollars out of this shit at the age I'm at. Not, no, not that I see. If it's po- I mean, I guess it is possible if I just go full-fledged and throw everything I can earn and, and gather into the shit like that, but I'm not willing to do that no more, man. I'm not a young nigga that's really questing for it. Yeah, I still got a passion for this shit, but I'm not gonna throw everything, my all in all, into no fucking hip-hop, you know, image and you know I'm just being honest with myself y'all real talk so this all within starting my healing gotta start the healing from somewhere to get to the healing. That's what I'm at. That's Mr. Robinson, a.k.a. Boogie Mac, B-L-E. Shine the light on this thing because I got to get to the healing, y'all. Just a slot. And don't forget to join me for another episode. This is The Slot with Mr. Robinson, shining light on things.